people, welcome to the Geeks and Ghosts podcast with myself, Mikey Shiraz, season two, episode one, in the new studio, the old studio, because we've got a budget now. Mm, we don't have a budget. Sold out. We, yeah, yeah, we don't have a budget really, we were just in uh, Callum's room upstairs before, <laughs> and now we're in, in, in the bar. But yes, this is season two, episode one, this week, my guest, he is the main man in Nosebleed. He's yeah. also in the guitarist in Knife Club. Yeah, and, and a little bit of vocals. I have a little um, singing, a little singing si- vocals. Singing and guitar in Knife Club, and also best friends of Fred Durst. Which yes, my know. main man, Freddie Dane. So, that is time. Elliot Verity, welcome to the Geeks and Ghosts podcast. Hello, hello. Lovely to, lovely to see him. Well, we're going to start, as always, we're going to talk about music, your life in music, you know, where you came from, where you're going, where you've been, and then once we get the boring shit out of the way, we'll talk about ghosts. Cool. Easy. 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 So, Elliot, how did you get your start in the world of music? Right. So, if you want to go back to the very beginning, Mm -hmm. it was 2003. Yeah. Right. I've been dabbling with music. Been listening to it. Mm-hmm. Been listening to Limp Bizkit, obviously. Obviously. Your paparoches, your Slipknots. Mm-hmm. And then we were in Whitby, me and my dad and the, my mum. The goth capital of the world. The goth capital in the world. I was finding myself as a person. Mm-hmm. I was looking at all the fucking weirdos in the steampunk outfits. I thought, yes, this is what I want. <laughs> and we went in the Woolworths on Whitby Beachfront and my dad bought me ACDC Stiff Up A Lip Live, the DVD. Yep. I got home, I put it in the DVD player, and I saw that little fucking Scottish freak in his school uniform yeah. <laughs> dancing around. And I said, you know what, that's what I want to do. So I went into school next week, and I said to the music teacher, I was like, I want to learn how to play guitar. How do I get into that? And she said, you've got to speak to Mr. Stora. And Mr. Stora was a little man who came in every week and taught you guitar. How, how little was he? Oh, he was tiny, about... It'll have been about five foot three, maybe five foot two. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. small. My mum, four foot ten. Well. Which is a strange, because I'm very tall. Well, you are. They call me Tall Mike. <laughs> tall Mike. <laughs> tall Mike, walking around Huddersfield. Yeah. There's, there's Tall Mike. There's Tall Mike, yeah. You know, I didn't actually know I wasn't tall until about five years ago. <laughs> when I was talking to two bouncers, I was like, they're massive. And they're like, how tall are you? And they were like... Five nine. I was like, oh no, I'm tired. Up to the shoulder. But anyway, sorry. So the small man, the small man, Mr. Story, he came in. He said, Elliot, you got to buy yourself a classical guitar. And I said, No, Mr. Story, I want a fucking SJ like Angus Young. Yeah. And he said, No. So I had to have a little classical guitar for about a year while I learned it. And I remember the day he came in and said, You can ask your mum to get you an electric guitar now if you want. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> I bought this right shit. SG copy. Is it Squire or something? It was Stag. Stag? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then got that for Christmas and then uh, didn't know how to play it. Even though it was, you know, the same instrument I've been learning for a year. <laughs> it scared me until I went back to see Mr. Stora and then he taught me how to play it. And then did that a few years and then started being in bands. What was your first band? First proper band were a band called Segregates. Uh, we've yeah, I've, I've booked segregates. I didn't know you were in segregates. Yeah. Yeah, like, they love Motorhead. Yeah. You love Motorhead. I love Motorhead. How long were you in then? We started in, in 2000, 
2010, and we went till 2014. Did you play for me when no. I had a I had mud, mud headache and they supported? No, so that's when I left. Yeah. Well, it fell apart. Smell got really drunk. The singer mm-hmm. got really drunk one night. Disgusting. And then uh, we had an awful gig, yeah. and he said, "Right, that's it. Band's over." So the band were over. So I went off into the, the ether <laughs> to start my career. Yeah, yeah. And then Smell reformed the band. And then they started going going quite strong for a bit. Yeah. Um, and then that'll be the lineup that you booked. Yeah. Yeah, because I booked Motorhead Ache and then, like, we want this band to play. They also sound like Motorhead. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. So where did you go from them? Uh, straight to Nosebleed. Straight to Nosebleed. Straight to the Loving Embrace and Nosebleed. It was my own Loving Embrace. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to start my own band that I could tell people not to get pissed in. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, I was doing a bit of a stalk. Right. Because a stalk, that's what I do. You know, I've got a record and shit. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you didn't, oh, you weren't always a smart dress band. No, for about six gigs mm. we weren't a smart dress band and then I can't remember how we started wearing the suits I think we were just obviously we were ripping off the hives yep you know it's it's a great band to rip off it's it's a matter of public record now yep. we tried to deny it for a few years but <laughs> I've learnt right into it yep um, so I said oh we should do that they look like a band so they us look like a band and mm. the suits came and as soon as the suits came and everyone started taking paying attention to us. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was the suits. The suits is the secret. Was Ben still in acid drop? Ben was still doing acid drop. I was trying to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <'Cause> it was... <laughs> I mean, I like acid drop, but, you know, they were quite big. Mm-hmm. Well, relatively big. They were big for the scene. So he was always busy. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I can't have this because I want to be always busy. Yeah. So made him sack acid drop off. And then he just died. Faded mm. off into the... Yeah, 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 yeah. Unremembered. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> and then, uh, and then yeah, that was when Nosebleed started taking off properly when he stopped that nonsense. Well, I remember the first time I saw you was we were playing together at Temple of Boom. You had a different drummer, it wasn't Dickie. No, it was uh, Chris. No, no, he's called Glasses. Glasses? Because he wore glasses, didn't he? He did wear yeah. glasses. Yeah. He, we always used to call him Turtle because his mouth went... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Can I just Do you want to hear my turtle joke? Go on. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Two turtles. Yep. Right? And they just, they're in the rain and one of the turtles turns to him and goes, I love it when it rains. And the other one goes, I hate it. If you if you're just listening and you're not watching this podcast, you won't you won't get that joke because it's all about the face. You see. <laughs> so yeah, so you got rid of cigarettes. You made Ben destroy his other band. Yep. Because uh, I know we played a few gigs of Acid Drop over the years. When he did the first Nicest Pie Festival. Yeah. And I remember he put us on as a headliner because we used to be popular. But this was a time when we were no longer popular. 35 years ago. <laughs> How very dare you. Yes, yeah, like But uh, I remember turning up and Acid Drop were playing and the place was fucking rammed. And we'd already played a gig that day because, yeah, 
two gigs a day were badass. Uh, so we turned up, we're like, it's fucking round, it's wicked, yeah. Acid drop finished, everybody left. <laughs> All that was left was like some hippies and Eden the sound guy. And I, even the sound guy, this is how dead it was, sat skateboarding around the room while he was doing our sound. <laughs> and it's, uh, there's this guy at the front. You remember the band? Oh, what they called? Uh, S- uh, Sewer Suckers. Yeah. Mad Gaz's band. Their old uh, bassist was at the front. He kept on, like, bending over and opening his ass. So I was like, ah. So I went, jokingly, went forward with my finger going, eh, went straight up his arsehole. <laughs> like, like up there completely and I pulled it out I was like oh, oh I don't know what to do and I could smell it so I turned to Tim and I don't know what I was thinking I wiped it on his face oh no and Tim was looking at me like the fuck was that the fuck was that I was like going I was like you know when you know you fucked up and, he, and he's just like all the way through he's just like walking up to me spat at me first I was like oh no well I mean you did wipe shit on his yeah, face yeah yeah so. and he, he was like well, it wasn't shit it was just a very sweaty ass. so there wasn't there was no brown sound no but if you've gone Oh. oh man, it was awful. But yeah, Tim all the way through was like, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you after this gig. I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. So he got through the gig and Tim stomped straight into the dressing room and his old drummer was like, What are you doing? I was like, I'm gonna go in the dressing room and talk to him. And he was like, Don't, he's gonna hit you. I was like, I need to, I think I deserve it. So I walked in and I was like, I'm really sorry, Tim. He's just like, Fuck off, I don't wanna talk to you. Stormed out into the night. Next day, for me, going sorry, uh, saying sorry, I, I kicked off last night. I was like, I'm sorry, I put a guy's ass on your face. <laughs> but oh man, it stank. So that yeah, so fuck acid drop. <laughs> Can't get away with that nowadays. No, no, it, it was all his fault. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So you've been doing nosebleed for quite a few years now. You've yeah. you've got quite popular over the years. Well, done, we try, yeah. 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 Uh, so I know, like, you've played Rebellion. Yes. Any thoughts? <laughs> I've got many thoughts. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but you, you, what, you done any other festivals? Oh, we've done, yeah, loads. Loads. What, what's, your, what, what's been your favourite festival? I, I realised that wasn't a good podcast answer. That. Just going, yeah, we have. Yeah, nice one. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next time. <laughs> what have we done? We've done Boomtown. I've never done Boomtown. Boomtown's very fun because yeah. it's... Just a load of people who are off the fucking faces and yeah. don't really care about what they're watching. Yeah. So if it's energetic, they'll fucking go for it. I think the food of choice at Boomtown's kept in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so. very, very fucking shardy. Yeah. <laughs> but they have some good lineups. They have got some really good lineups, who, yeah. Who played the year you were there? Uh, who was there the year we were there? Was that Limp Biscuit year? Was it? Where it proper rained all over the stage and stuff. I think one of the years was Limp Biscuit year, <laughs> but I didn't get to see him because I had to go. Why? Because it was on a different day. Oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when that happens. I hate it when that happens. But uh, you, you're doing quite a few of the earache stages, aren't you? Yeah. So we do we done Kendall for earache. Uh, we did the best one. We did Camp Festival for earache. Yeah. Now, Camp Festival is Isle of Wight. It used to be our white, mm. and now it's moved to Dorset. Mm. And so there's Bestival and Camp Bestival. Bestival tanked because they moved it to Dorset, and then it was too close to Boomtown the week after Boomtown. Right, yeah, and yeah. Everyone just stopped going. Yeah. But Camp Bestival's like the kiddies' festival, and it's like you bring your five and six year olds and you get them acclimatised to go into a festival. It's awesome. It's propaganda for children. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> 
So it's this kids' festival. There's fucking Dick and Dom's playing. No way. I've got a Dick and Dom story. I don't know if I'm allowed to tell, but carry on. (laughs) The S Clubs are playing. Stuff like that. Like real kids' bands. Yeah, yeah. And then Eric had got a stage. Weird. Just for an afternoon. And it's us. Mm -hmm. It's Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. Which I bet you loved. Oh, (laughs) I was was stood side the stage... And I was just talking to his sound, uh, he's like guitar tech. He's a lovely fellow, that guy. He's so nice. Yeah. And I was like, wait, did he use this in Motorhead? And he was like, yeah. And he said, can I have a look at it? He said, yeah. He showed me it. And he went, you can't touch it. <laughs> and he put that down and then swapped it out. And another one came back and went, did he use that in Motorhead? And yeah. Can I have a look at it? Yeah. You can't touch it. <laughs> so I went myself. So it was Phil Campbell and Bastard Sons, Lawnmower with Death. Wicked. Diamond Dead. Amazing. And then headlining with Napalm Death. Strong. That's a strong lineup. So there's all these kids <laughs> running around all afternoon. And it's brilliant. They're all having fun because they, they genuinely don't care. Like, it's yep. just kids and it's energetic. And Napalm Death go on. And they're doing Napalm Death. And there's these kids doing fucking circle pits and everything. And it's amazing. And he stops halfway through this old band and he goes, yeah, I know this is weird. Because <laughs> he's looking at all parents stood at the back just going, what's going on? He's like, I know this is weird. <laughs> but yeah, that were incredible. Did that. you get to chat to Napalm Death? I did. Nice. All lovely. All lovely, lovely guys. I'd love to book them. You should have them. I'd love it. Imagine Napalm Death at the parish. It'd be nuts, wouldn't it? Imagine putting them in the dive bar. Oh my god! Oh my god! Just eighty people, just like ah, that'd be. Freaking I mean, it great. wouldn't. It wouldn't be financially viable. No, no. I think. I think my boss would be really upset with me, to be honest. You know, say, look, you can come play in the main stage. We'll pay you a load of money. Yeah, but just do a set downstairs. I'll give you fifty quid to pasta bake and some carling. <laughs> oh no, we're posh now. We didn't give him red stripe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going up and up. Knife Club, tell us about this. Uh, knife Club is the. Possibly the worst idea I've ever had. Is it your idea? Yeah, yeah. Me, me and my mate Dan. It's really fun. Yeah. And I love it and it's great. But financially and logistically, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Because it's me in Leeds, Andy and Big Hands, who used to be in Revenge of Psychotronic Man. Great band. And came from Manchester. Yeah. Zoe, who lives in Ipswich. Then uh, Dan and Tanner, who are in Haste, who live in Hastings. <laughs> yeah, we've only practiced together as a band, like how, as a full band, six times. I was going to say, how do you practice? Where do you practice? <laughs> so mostly, I practice with Andy and Big Hands in Manchester. Yeah, and then we go. This is the set we've practiced. Can everyone just learn it? And we just turn up at venues when we booked, mm-hmm. and uh, hope it goes goes well. I mean, you created some really good hype with that band. Yeah, we, that we went the whole mystery. Who's in this band? And that were whose idea? That were like Andy and Bev from TNS's idea. Yeah. They always they always wanted to try it. Apparently, and yeah. they said this was the perfect project to try it. I totally fell for it. Everyone did. Yeah, I mean, I was booking. I don't know who you are, but I'd like to book you. <laughs> Everyone got so pissed off as well. They're like people slagging us off online. Like first thing that was announced was it's knife club, and you get a lot of people going, "Oh, with the knife crime epidemic in this country, it's a bit insensitive." <laughs> and like, so we we went, oh, "Okay, that's fine." And then we we got booked on Rebellion, and then we got booked on the Scandinavian tour, and then we got booked MPF. Mm-hmm and somewhere else all these like really good gigs yeah yeah and the people going 
No one knows who's in this band and you've not recorded any music and it's an outrage. <laughs> it's disgusting. And people were genuinely annoyed. So we're just sitting looking at all these comments. Like people that we're apparently quite good friends with just like fucking ripping into us. Really? And all having a, like a, a proper laugh about it. I said what we should do for our first gig is get a backdrop and do screen prints of all these comments with people's names on them and just put them up as the backdrop. That would be amazing. I, I was, that idea was vetoed. <laughs> Why, man, cause shit every chance you get. <laughs> and, then, and then it all got announced who we were, and like, it's when I was still on Facebook, people genuinely deleted me on Facebook when they found out. Really? Yeah. Names? Who deleted you? Uh, should we do names? Yeah! I don't think we should do you names. Don't. <laughs> tell us after. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the condom story as well. <laughs> what can you do? I don't know, can I... Batman, can I tell uh, a dick and dumb story... Will, will I get... Is it libelous? Yes. Well, I'll, 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 cut, I'll cut those... Yeah, it's really... Hey, right. <laughs> if I tell this story, that's nobody tell... That's not Nobody tell Dick and Dom about that I've told this story because uh, I'd be in trouble and my big brother will be really mad. <laughs> so my brother... I can cut it out if you need to. No, 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 no. We're, we're too far in now, man. <laughs> So my brother used to run Joseph's Well. Yep. And he, he had a he lived with a bunch of guys and he used to have the, the best parties. A lot of weird shit happened at these parties. There's a great egg story as well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, one of them, uh, Dick or Dom, were at this party. And he was merry. Mm. He'd been drinking. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my brother said he walked into the kitchen and... It, I think, it, I think it was Dom, or Nick, one of them, was over in a bin where uh, they had peelings from a, a potato, whacking off, going, I'm fucking a potato. <laughs> <laughs> Boogies. <laughs> well, the good news is it's not libelous. Is that all right? Because it happened. Yeah, but the, you could say it didn't happen. Yeah, but and then... But then if he was to get you in trouble and if he was to take you to court, he'd have to prove that it didn't happen. This is also not live. I can just cut it out. No, 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 it needs to stay in, man. Okay. Uh, well, how would it, how could he prove it? Just put some potato peels in front of him and go, how do you find these? He's <laughs> like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> If anything, what you need to do is get on, like, Fiverr. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And uh, hire someone to uh, <laughs> uh, animate it for you. That's a great idea. Yeah. Fruity. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you the egg story afterwards because I don't want to upset my brother too much because I've told that story and I should have done really. <laughs> but some good stuff happened in Leeds, man. I, I, I'll never forget those days. Like when we first moved to Leeds and I was I went over with him to live in Joseph, to work well, I did live in Joseph's well because we didn't have an house. Just sleeping on, on seats and shit. Good times. But anyway, yeah, so people were pissed off. Some people deleted you. Some people deleted me. Who you'll tell me about afterwards. I will tell you about afterwards. You know him. You Do know, it. Yeah. Do it all well. You'll, yeah. You'll go... You'll go... Nah, that makes sense. Nah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just don't understand why people were pissed off. It's because... What did they expect? Certain people... Yeah. Uh, ...were a bit annoyed that we'd got all these good gigs and they'd been trying for a while to get good gigs like that, even though they have played good gigs like that. Yeah. Um... And then, uh, yeah. 
I think people just like to be annoyed. Yeah, I think they do. Like you say, you're not on Facebook anymore, probably because of that. Yeah. I am on Facebook because of that. <laughs> I freaking love it. I do. I love it. <laughs> just like, ooh, this happened. Like, Mr. G, my mates, um, like, someone, um, a certain singer-songwriter put up a ridiculous post last week. So I messaged Tilston straight away after that going, have you seen this? <laughs> and I messaged Summers going, have you seen this? Like, oh yeah, I have been great in it. Yeah, well, I, so I've still got to have a secret Facebook so yeah. I can run the Nosebite Facebook. But it's like top secret. Can't find it. I've got no friends on there. I don't do anything on there. Yeah. And because I've got no interactions, I don't look at anything. Facebook... Because obviously it's all fucking algorithm. Yeah, yeah. Then they're like, we need to make him use this app. So they just throw me any old random shit, just hoping that something will catch my attention. <laughs> so I get like random posts from like newspapers in fucking South Wales, and like they'll do like a ridiculous story about oh, fucking man shatting Aldi. Yeah. And then the comments underneath there. Oh, it's horrendous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know these people and I want to come off Facebook because <laughs> of them. Yeah, there's a one like, in, called Yorkshire Live and I had to stop following that page because I, I just found myself in lockdown arguing with idiots constantly and having a really good time. But I was like, this is taking up far too much of my time. we got a game in the van sometimes. Ben will go through the Leeds Live page yeah. and he'll say, is this a real Leeds Live story? And he'll say something and you've got to guess whether it's a real Leeds Live story. Or what he'll do is he'll go, I'll give you the theme, guess the headline. Yeah. And he'll like, fish and chips. So you go, oh, woman 26 finds dead frog in a fish and chips. And he's like, no, man 31 assaulted with the fish and chips. I'm like, fucking hell. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> Dude, but we're going off. Yeah. So, yeah, you're not doing that. We did the knife club. Back to... Nosebleed, because that's that's your bread and butter. That's your that's your beast. It's, yeah, it's my little baby. Yeah. So when you set that up, and what was your thinking behind the sort of music you're going to do? Is it just like I really like like this sort of music, or yeah, because I grown up listening to sort of like rock and roll. Yeah. And uh, like obviously, I mean sort of classic rock stuff, and then Motorhead, obviously. Yeah. I just wanted to do something that wasn't a punk band because I'd been in Segregates for years, which were mm. even though we copied Motorhead, yeah. we're a punk band. Yeah. So you know, we turn up to these gigs, and everyone will be talking about these bands that I didn't know anything about. Mm. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to start my own thing. I'll do it how I want to do it. So I put an advert up on. Uh, joinmyband.com oh you did it old school did it old school <laughs> uh, and we got glasses Chris glasses yeah uh, <laughs> who do you want to rinse <laughs> <laughs> and it was just me and him for a couple of months and so Chris were a jazz drummer mm. so when I said I wanted to do a bit, something a bit more you know up tempo up tempo and fast he was like yeah I love that uh, I'm going to have to learn how to play like that so is it one of these yeah, like, incredible drummer, just a bit slow yeah, yeah. for what I wanted. But, you know, taught him. And then we did a few practices with this Welsh lad who turned up, like, he was on Join My Band. He said, oh, I'd love to join a band. I'm a bassist. And I said to Chris, oh, yes, got it. Got a bassist. We can be a proper band. And this fellow turned up. He's got a seven-string bass. Oh, dear. And he plugs it in. And we go, right, we've got... <laughs> 
we've got some we've got some songs that we've been working on um so this one's this one it starts in b it does this this and this yep. and you go yep yeah, got it play the riff you go yeah cool let's try it one two three doom <laughs> we'd finish the song and we'd both sort of look at him and go okay but maybe try and you go don't you worry lads I got you I know what you want alright one two three so we did two practices with him and then it wasn't happening yeah yeah I mean it's it's far too many strings for a start <laughs> too many <for laughs> and then we got because Chris had lived with Ben so he said well I know Ben mm-hmm. I've got a bass maybe Ben can just stand in for a bit until we find someone so Ben said you know what yeah I'll give you six months while you find someone mm-hmm. um, but Acid Drop's going to be doing stuff and then he joined and fucking loved it and I destroyed Acid Drop <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I destroyed that syndrome. And uh, uh, any of those guys in band since? Uh, Steve, we're in fucking glory. Oh yeah, yeah. Are they still going? No, I, I think they've stopped now. Yeah. And then Steve. I think Steve tried to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then got together. I can't remember what happened. I think there was a wrong and involved somewhere. <laughs> There's always a wrong and involved. <laughs> I man. think I don't know. Yeah. So yeah, you you destroyed the band destroyed and, and all their musical careers. Yeah. Eight years of acid drop, just gone overnight. Two months of Elliot Verity. Excellent work, but yeah, and Ben's still there to this day. Ben is still there to mm-hmm. to this day. Lovely lad, lovely lad. Mm. Lovely lad. He's like his dad as well. His dad's, his dad's a lot better than he is. Oh, yeah. His dad came up to me once. <laughs> <laughs> he was after a gig, he'd had a drink. And he grabbed me by the shoulders. And Ben was stood next to me and went, Elliot, you're the son I never had. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and to this day, I won't let him with it. <laughs> <laughs> Has he dra- ever drawn you with a big head? Yeah, he's drawn me a big Has head. He needs an updated one now, because uh, I've grown my hair a bit and put on a bit more weight. Yeah, <laughs> I've, got a, long. I've got a different, uh, different suit now. <laughs> How many different suits have you had in the band? So we had red. Was that the first one? Yeah. White. Blue. Mm-hmm. I remember the blue. Black. We had black for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then we've gone back to red now. Yeah, the new one's beautiful. Very nice, very tight though. <laughs> yeah. But you see, did it, are they expensive, these suits? Um, well, you know. They're not like, it's not like we're spending 500 quid. Yeah. You're spending enough to go... That you can wear it to a wedding or a funeral. Yeah, yeah. but you won't want to because they fucking stink. <laughs> I mean, and you always look so dapper when you come on stage and within three songs, tops, it's all gone. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah, 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 I bet, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's hot. And as I've said, because these new ones are quite tight, mm-hmm. quite constricted now. And I keep saying, every time we do a gig, oh, I'm going to lose some weight, mate, and then something will happen, and like, mm-hmm. I'll do my knee, or i get a tattoo, or something, and I can't exercise, and then we'll turn up to the gig, and I'll just go, oh, fuck, I hate this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it looks, like you say, it looks good. It, people, it makes people take notice and shit like that. And like, like I, I know it's... I noticed it straight away, man. I was like, they're wearing suits, yeah. they're matching, and uh, that's very good. <laughs> and look at us now. And look at you now. <laughs> Just every few months, Mike, I need a fucking gig. <laughs> Sorry, pal. Don't break your knee this time. Because uh, you were my first actual gig that I put on after lockdown where a crowd was allowed to stand up. Yes. 
We were going to do a seated one for you, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. And then we thought, no. no. You did an empty venue session for me as well during did, lockdown. Yeah, that was really good. That was good fun. I enjoyed doing those. <laughs> you, you were hammered at the end of it. Yeah, I was drinking lots of Prosecco. <laughs> I got ID'd as well in B&M by my Prosecco and it was like I was never been so fucking happy my brother was in the line on the other one and like they went have you got any ID I was like no and Carl's at the other Carl go, Carl Carl they're ID man he's like no way and I go well we can't serve you I was like that's fine I don't give a shit yeah cool Carl buy us this <laughs> he came round and bought it for us and stuff like that but yeah it was good I mean I remember I remember that gig well the start of it <laughs> I was going to say because we had like we had loads of people watching and we were getting messages going Mike is a bit pissed isn't he when you were doing Q&A at the end <laughs> you know the one bit you actually needed to talk to us yes yeah yeah. I mean it was lockdown I needed to, to get out of the house and, oh, it was uh, weird wasn't it it was it was a weird weird time but also you know I look back and kind of missed the nice weather that we had oh beautiful lovely times did some walking did a lot of drinking did a lot of walking Took mm. my, my dog was so happy like, 50 miles a day. Like, this is great. I'm like, yes, it's all I can do. Don't get used to it. <laughs> Lockdown finish. Stay. <laughs> Open back door. Great guy. That's not true. Work. You had to work? Yeah, it's good to work. Oh. <laughs> the whole time. Well, you are a doctor. I got COVID two weeks after. You can't get out of work anymore. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't get COVID till everything was back open again and then I lost my smell and taste for like six hours and that were it but I had to stay at home so I just watched loads of 80s films yeah. what I can say is Mannequin still stands up yeah Soul Man does not stand up does not stand up a lot of controversy there a lot of controversy there's a lot I don't see this is the thing so you go back and watch all these old films mm. that were fucking great yeah all of them awful remember Revenge of the Nerds yeah like has a mask on Pretty much just rapes that woman. Yeah. Holy shit. And then Soul Man is just, what were they thinking? You know, there's no way you can remake that either. It's like, should we do Soul Man? No, 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 no. This is even innocent. I watched, what did I watch the other week? One of the Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah. Oh God, Mickey Rooney and yeah, that. Mickey Rooney's just, <laughs> he's just dressed up as a Chinese man yeah really doing a stereotypical doing the accent yeah with the teeth and everything with the teeth awful yeah yeah it's like I can do a really good Nelson Mandela impression <laughs> but, but I want to but the thing is it's it's well, they could it, done what I hear it yeah but it, it, it's really good I mean if, if you listen to Nelson Mandela and then I do it you're like that's exact. Yeah, that's perfect. But I won't do it. No, I think it's... After podcast. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, we're back up again. So, you've just released a new album with Nosebleed. Yes. It's called... Dance with the Devil. Re- uh, recorded by... Uh, Andy Hawkins. The Hawk. The Hawk Lord. The Hawk Lord. The, the fucking mad doctor, mad professor of rock and roll. He is. He did your album. He did. Well, yeah, he did uh, our album and our the EP before that. And like, I hate recording, but with him, it's a fucking joy. Yes, yeah. like with me. Yeah, he's, good. Yeah. he's like uh, never seen a man who drinks as much tea. No, 20, 30 teas in at his least. giant sports in direct. Sports direct. Mode. But yeah, but and he, he was in midget in the nineties. Well, he was in the dams for about a half hour. Was it? 
He was in Mr. I mean, we were more than half hour. I think he did a few gigs for him. He was in Mr. Schwarz for half hour, spotting Phil Campbell, the bastard's sons, because Tori couldn't make it. She got COVID, and he didn't practice with us. Uh, he didn't come sound check. He turned up 15 minutes before we were due on stage. All um, Phil Campbell, the bastard's sons crew were like, Andy! Everyone knew him. Yep. Came on stage and were like, if you people, you might not know Andy Hawkins, but he's, he's a quiet man. Yeah. Yeah, but like, what's he going to be like on stage? Played the set perfect and was a maniac from the have first you, note. Went fucking crazy. Have you ever seen his band? Hey, I've never seen him live. I've seen videos. Oh, so me and Ben have been to see his band a few times. Andy, if you're watching, this is a big plug for your band. Well, he's uh, coming on the podcast soon. He's, oh. de- he's desperate to get on. In which case, forget this, Andy. I'm not giving you any free promo. You can do that yourself. <laughs> but me and Ben have been to see him in like loads of tiny little pubs and he's fucking wild. Like, and because they're, they're all fucking amazing musicians as yeah. well. Like, well, didn't the guitarist play your album? Yeah, uh, Q did uh, a bit of guitar on the album. Andy played on a lot of the album as well. He always does. Yeah. When I was recording vocals, I'd go in and he'd be playing like uh, one of the lead lines for one of our songs. I was like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I just do it tighter." Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a quiet man, but ego. Well, this is it. I mean, he, he did. But with good reason. He got to the point with us where, because he helps us write as well. Mm-hmm. We're like writing there, so he's like, all right, you could have this. And you go, right, cool, teach me that, and you'll do it a bit. And you go, right, I've got it, I can record it. Sometimes he'll teach you a bit. And he goes, <laughs> he goes to Andy and you go, you just do that, Andy. That's for you, that one. <laughs> <laughs> But a great man, and the album sounds ace. Yeah, we're really fucking <laughs> proud of it. Really. Out on TNS Records. Out on TNS Records. Like the first single year you dropped from it, which you did the video for, was called... Make Up Your Mind. Yeah. Like, that wasn't... Didn't follow the usual nosebleed formula, I'll say. No. And there's a Great few songs song. on that album that don't... Yeah. ...that we've really changed it up for. So when we were coming to, like, to think, you know, what's the first single going to be? We just got, should we just put this one out and just fucking really fucking confuse people? Yeah, yeah. And, like, people loved it. And, like, I loved we, it. We played live... Yeah. all the time now because it's like we, we put it out and it, one of them we thought yeah we won't play this live it'll just be an album track and then we played it live a few times and people really fucking got it's into huge. it it's huge it's got like some sort of like Nick Cave vibes in there yeah, and all sorts yeah. of really good shit <clears throat> but I remember like it, when you'd record that album because it took you a while to get it released yeah but it was out on TNS Records but you sat on it for a while because I remember you sending it me after you'd recorded it saying don't talk to the band but his new album. It's horrible. They they were both doing that. It's probably about three hundred people that heard that. Two days album. later, Ben Hanna <laughs> sent it me. Don't talk to rest of them. He's the album. I was like, oh, we're going. Dicky never sent it me. No, but he, I don't well, he think doesn't. he goes online or anything. He's, he's he barely has a phone at times. He's like <laughs> lovely boy. He's so hard to get hold of. He's, he's pissed off into the fucking countryside now. So he lives on the outskirts of York in the middle yeah. of fucking nowhere. And it's so hard to get him. And like we. He's added an hour on to each side of every gig because you've got yeah. to take him home. Yeah. Otherwise, he's got to sleep at your house and then the next day it's, oh, it's going to take me two hours to get home on the train. I'll drive you. I'll yeah. fucking drive you. <laughs> so he's like, bless him. Like He's obviously one of my best mates, but I fucking hate him. <laughs> so he was in Benson before he was in Nosebleed. He was in Benson. Did you destroy Benson? I didn't destroy, but Benson destroyed themselves. <laughs> Benson were a great man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Benson. I think Benson stopped a long time before. I was yeah. Not a long time, but 
a long time before Dickie joined, at least. Because mm-hmm. I'd, to be fair, I'd not heard of them. <laughs> different sort of scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they had some right tunes. Well, yeah, they did. I remember, I remember when Dickie joined and we were talking. I can't remember who I was talking to. They said, oh, "Who's your new drummer?" I said, "Oh, uh, Dickie used to be in a band called Benson," and he just looked at me and went, "Benson." Chavrock, and that was all he said. (laughs) (laughs) Bear in mind, I'd only met Dicky once. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I wonder what he means by that. Is is Dicky going to be a liability? (laughs) But like, we turned up, and Dicky were going to Dicky were going to move to Brazil before he um, joined us. With that skin, he would have died. He fucking loves Brazil. Does he? Yeah, he's mental for Brazil and he said right I'm moving to Brazil so I'll join for a bit but I can't I can't promise you yeah so we're like fuck we can't go for another drummer <laughs> so we booked a European tour we got ourselves on Boomtown a few festivals did loads of really cool stuff mm-hmm. and was like this is what you could have yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he went alright fuck it I'll stay then and like we did a year we just doing really good gigs and then got back to normal and we're like ah trick you this is what it's like it's shit <laughs> we did the exact same thing to Tim <laughs> like uh, it's, uh, like I said we used to be popular and his first gig we needed a second guitarist it's when we had the brass section and shit and we got Tim to do it his first gig a sold out gig Concord 2 in Brighton yes so it's like this is a beauty because it was just going to be the one gig he was like yeah I'd like to join like you're in the band he's like sending video, sending pictures to his mate going oh this is my life now I'm in a big band rah, rah, rah. he's like yeah nice one Tim and then like now we're playing in Stoke to two people <laughs> two of them <laughs> yeah and, but he's, you know he's been in now for 18 years so. well, stuck with it yeah 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 and, like all the rest of them have left well, yeah. <laughs> but Tim stays I love Tim, he's a good lad. You've been going too long, Mikey. Shh. <laughs> we, I remember uh, years ago, we were, years, when Fonts was still in the band, we, we thought about changing his name. Right. And like, you know when you're trying to think of a band name, you come up with some shit. Yeah. Some of the stuff that people <laughs> came up with. Robber's old drummer wanted to call it Tower of Spite. Tower of Spite? Yeah. Awful. Uh, even worse, <laughs> uh, Fonts is old guitarist. Uh, he got quite into the uh, naughty's emo scene. Right. And he's like, I've got the name. Going, what is it? You know, he, he, he normally comes up with something good. He's like going, oh golly, exclamation mark, high school reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah. And then we were almost called, <laughs> I've never been so close to quitting a band. <laughs> and then after that was article 23, because that's the right to party. Okay. And then I remember going on... Um, Still uh, a bad name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leeds, Leeds music scene at the time. The forum, <laughs> going, think about changing his name. Do you think it's a good idea? And then some people go, well, if you... Maybe it's not the name that's a problem. Maybe you should just fucking quit. Like, ah! 20-odd years later, pal! Still here. Still here. Oh, God. I had, I had some right good names for Niles Wade. What? what we, can- I mean, there was some shit. We, ben... Ben said badass matics for a bit. Mm-hmm. Which is shit, but quite cool. Would it be like badass matics? I think that's what he wanted to do, and I was Sick. like, I'm not gonna I'm not putting badass like badass yeah, yeah, in yeah. the thing. Uh hot nostril. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So still around the nose area. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the my favourite one and I still want to do a band, uh, El Nombre in the Hard Equations. 
like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That was that little fucking Mexican rat. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good name. El Nombre and the Hard Equations. And then Dickie John. Dickie's got some great band names. He's got two that he's, he's wanted to use for a while. And one of them's Terra Pony. I like it. One of them's Super Beige. Super Beige is a good name That's too. fucking amazing, isn't it? You did a good decision hiring them. Yeah, because... <laughs> They're technically my property now. <laughs> like your band members are your property too. <laughs> and you will end them in a second. Uh, so what's coming up this year for Nosebleed? Uh, this year we have... We've got a bit of a quiet spell now. Yeah. Uh, we've got some good stuff to our, to announce in the summer that we're not allowed to announce yet. Tell them. Uh, we've, been, we've been rebooked for one of the festivals. That's all I'm allowed to yeah. tell you. Legally. Boomtown. Festival. Yeah, it's one of the festivals. Rebellion. Played. One of the li- <laughs> one of the list of festivals. <laughs> Rebellion will have us back on no, it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> nice. Yeah, we'll find out. I'll keep the mystery. Re- Rebellion won't have you back. I don't think so. Well, they haven't had us back since 2007. <laughs> every year I'm like, come on. This type, it's the same shit every year. And I've seen some of the bands you put on. Racists. Where- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the racist bell's going. Uh, some of the uh, bands that uh, they put on, I'm just like, but they're dog shit, mate. Like, proper dog shit. Well, this sort of thing, when we we did the introducing stage, and we had that room filled, mm-hmm. like, to the rafters, and we were playing, who was on after us? Rotten Foxes. Do you remember Rotten Foxes? No. They were out for a couple of years, um, until just before the lockdown... Um, and then Stocks, one of them moved to Canada. Yeah. But they brought fucking Charlie Harper to come see us, and he liked it. No way. And it was great. Not one person in charge of organising anything to do with that festival saw that set. <laughs> <laughs> and we've, we've subsequently not been asked back. But I think we haven't been asked back because they did watch our set. We were, uh, <laughs> first time we've ever been booked for it, Empress Ballroom. Nice. 11 in the morning. What era with Shiraz was this? Uh, brass. Brass era. Yeah, yeah. Brass era. Yeah, seven piece uh, Just before they they'd all left, but it was like, it's like, oh, Empress Ballroom. Big fucking room. But, I mean, what must that room hold? Empress Ballroom will be. Would it be a thousand? Easy. Easy. Maybe more. 1500. Between a thousand and Yeah, yeah. The big ass room. And like, night before, we're watching all these bands in there, like, wow, this is going to be cool. We're on tomorrow at 11 a.m. Not the best time, but it'll be cool. You know, there's about to be people here. Played to about 20 people. <laughs> and because the room was that empty, it was bouncing. Oh, you could it tell. It was bouncing back and forth. You know, it's like, uh, there's a, a band called Introspect from California. Mm-hmm. I was friends with them, so they came to watch us. So it's the first time they'd seen us. I was kind of embarrassed. You know, just there going, oh, this isn't good. Everything's bouncing, couldn't hear shit. And then, yeah, they just never asked us back. I'd love to have done that introducing stage. That introducing stage is quite cool. Mm-hmm. Like, we, there's a fucking video of us doing that, and we played about three songs, and then all the lights changed. And obviously, someone had forgotten to just put any of the fucking lights on. Yeah. So, we're just playing in like just a sunny room for about three songs, and all of a sudden it all gets dark, and there's like red and blue flashing lights. Oh, it's, like it's, a, on. <laughs> it's like a normal gig. But it comes halfway through the third song, and you're like, you've. Lazy bastards. <laughs> All you had to do was that. Because there were bands on before us. Yeah. So I don't know if they were playing just to... <laughs> oh dear. So you're not going this year? No. Nah. 
No. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, you've got so new albums out. You have got a lot coming up. You're going to announce a festival. You have got Europe coming up. Got Europe in September. Mm-hmm. We're trying to do a UK tour in October as well. Yep. Um, well, we talked about it. Yeah. Well, that's that's pretty much booking that's it to us. Start, in my head. Yeah. 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 Uh, so hopefully, busy towards the end of end of this year, and then next year is. 10 years of nosebleeds. So we're going to go big. What are you going to do? New suits? New suits. Elvis gold jackets. Oh, good dude. Gold suit, gold velour. Gold fucking sequin. That'd be fucking nice. I yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I've, I've got some ideas. Yeah. I've, got, I've got all the branding for it. So yeah, well, that's, I've, that's important. I've drawn the art of it. Yeah. But it's just putting stuff to that art. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Yeah, you are a great artist. Yeah, that big part of your life than your artwork. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of them things because I like I tried to do it properly for a bit and yeah. be like, I'll do your art for your band, mm-hmm. and pushed it out and not cared. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll try and make it a brand. And I did some t-shirts and I sold one lot of t-shirts. They went really well. Yeah. Did another lot of t-shirts. No one gave a shit. People like, are scumbags, okay. man. So then I've changed it now, and like my old Instagram page, I've just put, I don't even know what this page is, and I just put up pictures that I've yeah, yeah, yeah. That I like, and I'll do the odds t-shirt or whatever for mm. people, but I don't, I do it for me, it's for me. For now. you. It's for me. But you, you want other people to buy it. Yeah, I like it when people look. Yes, yeah, I love it when people buy my art. It's, I it's, started drawing, because you did the same. Yeah. I've started drawing stupid ones of celebrities, so you did that live, live love, laugh love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I done. I did a ghost one uh, for the song um, "Call Me Little Sunshine" of him like proper eighties lying on the bed kicking his face. Sweet, sweet, sweet. <laughs> and this is where the people love that shit. They do love that shit. I've, I've sold a few cups and t-shirts. Now, Have you? Yeah, yeah, but it's stuck. <laughs> but I, I did those tarot cards the other year, like oh, yeah. based on films, and that did really well. Yeah. But I was selling them on Etsy in like the first few months. I was wicked at sending it all out, like, yes, yeah, it's making money. Then eventually I was like, oh, I've got to go to the post office oh, again. I'm just, so I just had to start refunding people. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I do the same with fucking nosebleed merch. Okay, we'll do a lot of merch. Yeah. And the people buy it, that's the issue. That is like, <laughs> You design a t shirt and it's dead nice. Yeah. And then the t shirt's coming up. I get round to that and it's about three weeks later and people go, I haven't got it yet. I go, oh, sorry, I haven't sent it. I'll send it now. The worst thing is, though, because I've done a few of those. Have you not done the whole, I sent it, that's weird. Look, I'll send another one. But if if the other one comes, then just send it back or I'll give it to to a friend. No, you see, the thing is, there's one fella, right, and twice his jumpers have been lost in the post, like legitimately lost. Yeah, yeah. And both both times, because we get them, when he orders them, we've, like, printed them special. Yeah. You know, so he'll go, oh, my jumper hasn't turned up. And I go, oh, shit, sorry, man, I ain't got any more. I'll refund you if you want. Yeah. So it happened first time. That was fine. We did another lot. He bought another one. And that one didn't turn up. <laughs> oh, poor guy. And he was like, this one hasn't turned up either. I was like, oh, fuck, Phil, I'm so sorry, mate. And I feel like people think I'm lying. But it's just like, no, the, it's been shit. Like, cause it was no, this, is, this is why people are pissed off about when they realise who Knife Club were because you keep ripping off your fans <laughs> yeah That's oh reason. shit I'm not going to get my t-shirt <laughs> all Knife Club merch goes through the TNS machine <laughs> do you design that? Uh, I, I did bits I've done bits for Knife Club did they pay you? Uh, no Bastards. I did the uh, MPS t-shirt this year did you? yeah really? I did um, 
they asked me. I felt a bit bad, but people liked it. So they asked me. Yeah. And like, do whatever you want. And I thought, I think they thought we're going to get an Elliot Verity. We know what we're getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bit, you you've got a different style. It's going to be a bit stabby. It's going to be <laughs> a bit cryy. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. And I did this like uh, rubber hose style fucking old nineteen twenties Mickey Mouse thing. Mm-hmm. And I sent him that. I was like, try something different here. We don't want different. <laughs> and then I sent it to Andy, and it showed that he'd read it, and he didn't reply. Got left unread. And I was like, oh, fuck, they must have ate it. And Andy, he came back about three hours later and went, I love it. I was like, for fuck's sake, you could have just said that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been crying. I've been shitting myself. Yeah. So, yeah, I've got an MPF T-shirt this year. Wicked. Good work, man. That's awesome news. Um, so, also, before we move on to the next chapter of the podcast, I want to move on to something very important. Uh-oh. Fred Durst. Freddie D. So, Fred does, as we know, the uh, singer of Limp Biscuit, the greatest band of all time. The, the greatest band of all time. The greatest band of all time. Uh, so, you and him, best friends, can we say? I'd say best friends. I'd go as far as saying best friends. That's, I would, yeah. Because um, I've got what has become quite a famous jumper now. Mm-hmm. My uh, special Live, Laugh, Limp Biscuit jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's this lass in London who does it, and she, she keeps putting it on stuff, and I keep having to buy it because it's so cool, so I've got a big fucking towel. Uh, there's a guy in Huddersfield who carves wood stuff, and he's made Fletcher works at Parish. He's made her that on a clock. Oh, really? Like a wooden <laughs> clock, yeah, yeah. That's quite cool. That. Yeah, it is. I'll show you a picture in a bit. Um, so I, I got this towel... Live, lamp, live, laugh, limp biscuit. I'll yeah. do And uh, Fred Durst commented on it. Three fire emojis. Three? Yeah. That's more than one and two. That is more than one and two. And I sent it to the lass who made it, mm-hmm. and she was fucking head over it. Was, of course. And she posted it up saying, Fred Durst approved. I was like, Perfect. yeah. 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 <laughs> but because of how tagging works, I'm now... He's had to accept me in his message requests. Right? <laughs> so I put, I got the jumper, Live, laugh, limp biscuit. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, yeah, just see. Commented again. And two fire emojis this time. Really. He's like, you no, see he, this. He likes to flag more. He's still, he's still commenting. Yeah, he's, he, at first he was like, that's awesome. And second time he was like, I've seen it, but... Who's making the money off this? Yeah, not me. <laughs> and ben, ben said to me, do you think, that's probably not Fred Durst, that's his like, publicist or something. Mm-hmm. And then you see, because if you follow Fred Durst and you see the shit know. that he posts at like three o'clock in the morning, you go, that's definitely Fred Durst. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> Uh, but I'm thinking now, because I'm in his message requests, when they tour in June... Yeah, they've just been upgraded to Wembley Stadium, Wembley Arena from Brixton Academy. Well, I might might send a message and go, Hey Fred, can I have some guesties for this gig? And then, because I'm already in his message requests, I think... That's one of my mates. That's one of my mates. Have a triple A. Have a triple A. Let's go for some shawarma. Let's do some shawarma, and what I'll do is I'll have a really arty, cool chat with Wes... <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I'll talk to DJ Lethal because he, he needs some attention. <laughs> I booked I booked DJ Lethal once. I was DJ Lethal. It was funny. Yeah, he's doing a DJ set, and it he arrived, but it was really late. He arrived like um, half an hour before he was due on stage. He was going to be there at four PM, you know. But I put on some other bands, uh, and they were like, "Fucking hell, yeah, we'll play because DJ Leaf was going to watch us." No, he's not. <laughs> uh, DJ but, Leaf. but he turned up with his little uh, bag. I had to get him in his hotel and everything, and he he turned up. He's like going, "Wicked he here, so this is the venue." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "Okay, uh, before I go on stage, I want the green." I was like, "Weed." 
Is that good? No, the green. Is that good? I'm sorry, DJ Lethal. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> like the, the yeah, Mr. Lethal. Yeah, the money. No. I says, oh, it was good. So I gave him his money, and he he went on and DJed. <laughs> you know, lethally cool. Then like. Uh, he sat in the venue with me afterwards and me and a few friends uh, trying on each other's hats and just drinking and drinking and drinking. Rat as old dog, I gave him a pill and them to dispute into the night. I found out they went to a strip club next door and he got back to the hotel at half six in the morning <laughs> and then left at half seven. <laughs> but yeah, I've still got those pictures going, ah, DJ Lethal. DJ Lethal. Oh, yeah, yeah. So the next, the next step is to book Limp Biscuit. I think that, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you could have a word with your best mate Fred... I say, look, Fred, Freddie D. <laughs> Big old Freddie D. Big old Freddie yeah. D. Yeah. I've got a gig for you. Dad vibes. Come so, on. It's not Wembley Arena. However. Have you ever been to Huddersfield? <laughs> Ask DJ Lethal. Do you remember in the <laughs> early 90s when you were playing shittles? It's better than that. Hey, there's a Cleopatra Strip Club still open. <laughs> you, know, you can have a good night. I'll oh, travel yeah. on next up. Ask DJ Lethal. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it on! <laughs> well, yeah, good old Fred Dursey. Hey, Fred, if you're watching, come and be a guest as well. We're, yeah, we're lovely, lovely to have you I'll on I'll be here. back on for that one, because yeah, yeah. me and you are good friends, Fred. Yeah, busy bits. <laughs> uh, but now, we've talked about music. It's been nice, it's been sexy, it's been a good time. But now we're going to talk about the serious shit in this world. <laughs> we're going to talk about goals. So, question number one. Yeah. Elliot, do you believe in ghosts? No. Yeah, no, yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, ghosts are a very exciting thing. They're a very scary thing. And it's something I've got quite an obsession with. So much so, uh, I set up this podcast. Well. <laughs> because I like music and I like ghosts. It's probably, I mean, it's probably the best vehicle for that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a nice way to uh, find out which people I can still consider to be friends. Because my buddy Sam Wood, Black Star Riders... I was like, ah, oh, you should come on the podcast. Then remembered, he's one of those guys doesn't believe in ghosts. He's like, it's ridiculous. But you know, he's like that about it. It's like, really, it's ridiculous. I'm like, what do you mean it's ridiculous? And it's like, where's the proof? And I'm like, there is loads of proof. There's, go on YouTube. There's a million hours of proof, man. I've seen shit with my eyeballs. Um, but with you, so he can't come on. Stupid Sam. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. He's no friend to us. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the band with Scott Gordon. Yeah, I'm a hero. But yeah, you know. Who? You, uh, Fiddle is it? Yeah, I'm not, I know, I'm just... Fiddle is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then don't you have a DJ? Phil Lemon's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Imagine I, that, he's just, he's side the stage. <laughs> but you don't believe him. Yeah. But I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd come and have a chat with you if you believe me, you know so. <laughs> uh, have you always been a believer in ghosts, a fan of ghosts? Uh, I won't say fan... They're horrible. Yeah, horrible. I've always been terrified of <laughs> But yeah, I've always been sort of aware, yeah. always been frightened. Yeah, terrified. Yeah. I mean, uh, I had like an early experience as a child. Like, I must have been one of my earliest memories. My earliest memory is eating tomato soup and my dad throwing a mouse into a fire. You can't really make a podcast about that, though. No, no, you? super mice. That's just the one story. Yeah, yeah. Done. Ta-da. Have you got any super mice stories? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not tomato. <laughs> but anyway, uh, but, well, this is it. true. Tomatoes are the ghosts of now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I 
vivid. I remember um, one night in this old scary little farmhouse. I say farmhouse, it was next to a farm. It was a house, there was a farm near it. A farm adjacent house? Well, I'd say the farm was probably about a mile away, to be honest. I don't know why I said a farmhouse. Not even farm adjacent. No, it was a a farming village. It was just a house. Yeah, it was a house. It was a terrace house. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that house, lots of scary shit seemed to go down, as I've learned in years gone by. Like, my brother used to talk to a a man with dogs in his room all the time, and mum used to hear him talking. I remember waking up one night to see a man suddenly in the bed just staring at me. That was terrifying. Mm. And another night waking up and there was like, turned around and there was a hand on my pillow. It was like a, a moist hand, I'd say. Moist. I remember screaming. My dad coming in telling me to shut up. <laughs> like, but there's a ghost. Uh, so yeah, so since then, I've been terrified of ghosts and I totally believe. What got you in terrified of ghosts and made you believe? So I've always, growing up, like being just around old buildings. Yeah. And that's where they tend to congregate. Yeah, yeah. The old ghost is. The old ghost, yeah. I mean, first, first one where, so I went to a school that could Me only... Too. Yeah. That can only be described as a Christian cult, right? Right. <laughs> and it was the school's its own village. Yeah. And there's like, from fucking nursery... Right through to upper sixth form, only about four hundred kids. Right, like through the whole system. So it's like small school; everyone knows each other. We went to church every fucking day. Yeah, that sort of thing. And there were there was a church on the on the premises because it was built around this church. And yeah. like the, the school were established in the fucking seventeen fifties, something like that. Mm-hmm. So there's like a lot of old shit. <laughs> and I remember we used to knock around with a girl whose mum was the the vicar. Mm-hmm. So a female vicar. A female vicar. Chris, well, hey, very, what, what next? Vote? Very, very progressive church. Yeah, yeah, it sounds it. And um, she used to take us in the church at night and stuff, and it would fucking. She'd always tell us stories about stuff that she'd heard in there. I remember one night we were pissing about in there, and then all the fucking hymn books just started coming off the pews, just all fell over. So we clearly were very frightened. Yeah, of course, yeah. So I just ran out and, like, never went back to fucking church alone. Like, we mm. even didn't, like, going during the day when we had to, we had to yeah. do the proper service for school. So we'd be trying to tell the teachers, there's something in there that we don't like. <laughs> and they'd all be going, yeah, assembly. That's what you don't like. <laughs> like, no, there's something in there. So for, for fucking years, we'd be scared of that. But there were a load of stories about stuff happening at the, at the school because half of it, so after school, because this, this sort of section of the church is quite big in Hong Kong. So we used to get a lot of kids from Hong Kong coming over. Mm. So there's like a boarding house for kids from Hong Kong. Yeah. And they'd always tell stories about stuff that happened in the boarding house because the boarding house was in the old part of the school. Yeah. And just all the time, there'd be like kids going, saw a man hanging last night. There you go. Oh, that's good. Just dropping that in a conversation. Yeah. yeah Jesus. And so there were all sorts of fucking terrifying shit that used to go on there. And the the thing with it was there was always like the rumor of the grey lady, but everywhere's got a fucking grey lady. They do. So you don't you don't yeah. believe in a grey lady. I believe in everything. But well, okay, there may be some grey ladies. Yeah, yeah. Some ladies are grey. Yeah, yeah. But just not in every fucking old building you go. No, to. no, no. Certainly not at the school. But there was definitely someone in that school, like in that church. Yeah. Because like death. 
There were a lot of deaths. It smelled like death. fucking graveyard outside. They're full of death. Full of death. Full of death, yep. And it was just that night when everything came off the fucking pews. Just terrifying. That does not sound nice at all. No. Yeah. Fuck Ghostman. Fuck why, why are we doing this? Why we're we? asking for it. <laughs> you know, Jesus Christ. I made a terrible mistake. I, I was uh, saying to someone earlier, I don't know if you've listened to any of these podcasts, but I've got a ghost in my house. Don't yep. like it. Lots of people in the bathrooms yep. and stuff. But um, this week it, it, it upped it. It turned the hobs on. Oh, shit. Well, I was out with the dog. They want me. Because I, I didn't turn the hobs on. It was, was morning. There a, was there a fire? No, no, it was electric hobs. Oh, good. Yeah, but it was just a big red glow, which... It, it, it sucked, man. It proper sucked, but... Um, Especially it, with fucking price of gas and electric now. Exactly right. Hold on, I'm on a good deal with Scottish Power. <laughs> Till Christmas, 92 quid a month. And then the government gave me 67 quid back. So it's like, hey, cheap as fuck. So I've had the hot tub and the heating on constantly. <laughs> Doors open. I don't care. <laughs> you know? um, but uh, yeah, so that sucks. But it seems like um, throughout my life, I've lived in some pretty hot places. I mean, uh, we lived in a house in Almondbury, and uh, I've told stories about that house before. Like uh, my brother Chris having an asthma attack and being woken up by what he thought was my what he thought was my mother, uh, but it wasn't. It was someone else because my mum was like, "Put me. I want to let you choke." But like. Um, my mum would say once she heard a noise in the attic, so she went up thinking my dad was up there. When she got there, it was not my dad. It was another person. My dad was across at the allotment. Was that an allotment? I don't know. But anyway, yeah, so so things happened in that house. You know, it was a scary place. And it's like what I like about ghosts is a lot of people have ghost stories and the people who tell you these ghost stories are people who... Are not liars. Yeah. Who, who you wouldn't expect to tell you a ghost story. Like, uh, I don't know about you, do, uh, you, have you had people come up and tell you good ghost stories? And oh, yeah, Lord. It's, um, there's this last that I know, and she... She's a ghost. Is a ghost. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> uh, she, she, she had one in her house, and it was the uh, same sort of deal with yours, like it just, lock people in rooms and stuff yeah. and she'd, she'd always get really upset and like ring me on the night because it, sometimes it'd be like stupid shit she'd be like it won't let me in the bathroom cupboard and I really need to get in there because my fucking makeup's in there or whatever yeah 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 but then sometimes like it'd be like I'd get called at like 2 in the morning be like, it grabbed me and you're like oh fuck and, and stuff like that but she she always had wild ones like fucking because she's got kids the toys moving and all oh, sorts oh no and, don't like that you know leave the toys out of it it's like kids are track ghost mum kids are great camera yeah but uh, kids are track ghost mum yeah I totally believe it it's, it seems like you know they're, they're susceptible to it like uh, I was watching a documentary about because it's what fucking dweeb I am um, about um, not Nicole's Black Eyed Conjuring no Black Eyed Children that's a whole different scary story about the Conjuring films yeah yeah, yeah. and they were saying they, uh, they were playing actual footage of uh, when the the ghost was talking to the little girl he's like yeah it's my house yeah like, it's fucking freaky yeah, and they yeah. say you know um, why won't you do it through the mother and he's like because the mother is too old Nonce ghost. Hey, not ghost. Yeah, just like but kids. Yeah, they suck. This is what why kids suck. They just attract ghosts all the time. Well, this is, I mean, she used to tell me stuff about the kids, just like 
this the, the classic, oh, I can see so-and-so, and like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Like, like, she sent me videos of him just going, oh, the man in the corner. And then she'll, like, go to her face, like, I don't want to be anymore. <laughs> it's, like, stuff like that. Oh, man, uh, I was watching ghost videos on YouTube, and there's an awful one of, like, these two little kids, and the mum's filming them eating the dinner and stuff like that. One of the little girls is just looking behind her at all times, just turning around looking, and looking, like, petrified. Oh, she starts... Yeah, she does start bawling. Yeah, starts like, crying. Runs and then, away. Yeah, and then the yeah. other little girl's like laughing and then looks in this corner and then just screams yeah. and just belts out as well. Going, what was in that fucking dark room? But my dog, he's a bastard for it. Like, uh, he's going a bit senile. He's, he's like 14, but like, he'll, he'll be growling at three in the morning and he'll be in his bedroom because he's got his own bedroom, you know. He's a dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'll be like, oh, what's up with me? He wants to go out or something. So I walk into the room and I'll turn the light on and he's just there growling at the corner of the room, just staring. I'm like, bear. He's just like, I bear. I have to clap. He turns around and goes, hey, how you doing? And just toodles out. It's like, don't bring that fucking bad voodoo on me. Well, this is, I mean, I'm convinced there's something in my house. At the oh, moment. really? Yeah. Well, tell me why. Tell me why. So when we when I moved in, right, mm. we got it's one of them old fucking industrial terrace houses, like three floors and a, yeah. and a cellar. And in the cellar, there's like this loads of shit, just like you normal cellar shit. Yeah. And then there's like this separate room in there that's always fucking moist. And there's a sheet on the floor, and there's just nothing in it. And owners left a loads of stuff in all the other bits of the cellar. Just nothing in there. And so when we moved in, we were like, that's a bit freaky. We'll yeah. do something about that, though. And just over years, you know, you'll get, like, fucking knocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And people, you can hear people walking about. And it's like, when I used to live with my ex, it was fine, because we had each other. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm on my own. Yeah, yeah. I'm fending for myself. I so guess. the amount of times I'm having to put fucking lights on in the middle of the night and just go, you know what, I'm just going to sleep with the light on tonight because mm. that's safe. <laughs> yeah. And then a few months ago, something fucking weird happened. And it were... So years ago, when she lived in, we had this Halloween mirror, right? Mm. And it one of them that's got like a little sensor on it and you walk past and like a witch appears in it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was fine. Funny for a bit. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. Switched it off. Fucking put it in a corner. Uh, like, it ended up behind a bookcase. Somewhere. Didn't think about it for fucking years. A couple of months ago, apropos of nothing, about seven o'clock in the evening, mm-hmm. it just started going off. And like, at first, I fucking shit myself. I was like, what the fuck is that laughing? Yeah, that's not cool at all. And then went into <laughs> it's in the dining room, and then I was like, "Oh, it's just that mirror." Like, obviously, it's been knocked on. Yep. Cat's been at it, and uh, she's gone past it. Pulled it out, turned it around. It's off, and it just keeps coming on and laughing at me. So I get really fucking like upset about it and just yeah. throw it back in the corner. And I go outside for a second. I, I ring my mate. I'm like, the mirror's laughing at me. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> she goes, what? I said, the mirror. And she said, are you, are you having a breakdown? I was like, no, I explained. I explained it. She's like, oh, that's weird. I was like, I can still hear it going off and it's still fucking going off. Yeah. And she's like, that's not good. 
Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he's not fucking good. Has he got batteries? Has got batteries. I'm taking them out. Yeah. Because if it goes off, then. So I went back in, off button, still off, took the batteries out, left it. And I'm on the phone, so I was like, what do I do? Luckily, she's a bit of a fucking spiritual lady. Right. She's like, right, here's what you need to do. You need to go buy some sage. You need to go buy these candles specifically, like, Mm. you know, the prayer candles. And she's talking me through everything. So I'm writing it all down. And I said, right, I'll ring you in a few days. I ordered it off Amazon. (laughs) 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 You know, because that's where you get all your fucking spiritual. Oh, yeah, big time. Okay, I've rung her up and she's talking me through all this stuff to ward off evil stuff in the house. And she's like, I should sort you. I was like, cool. And there was nothing for a month. And I've started hearing like knocks and fucking footsteps again. So oh. I had to ring her and go, you didn't, you said this would fix it. <laughs> Why did you lie to me? Why have you lied? More than one ghost. More than one ghost. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. Yeah, it doesn't sound good, man. Have you thought about throwing this mirror away? Uh, I mean... Or burying it? I have, but I haven't done that <laughs> all I'm saying because it, it just wasn't an issue for years and it was yeah, just but awesome. now it is and because it was a couple of months ago guess what it was outside at 7 o'clock fucking dark wasn't it yeah yeah and because gas and electric so I didn't have any lights on just candlelight <laughs> walking through like you're all dressing I mean I put the lights on your after. night dress <laughs> oh the mirror's laughing again <laughs> it's just fucking horrible like my house is more than 100 years old like yeah. really old house and like I have no doubt something's in there it sounds like it's getting stronger and it's going to take over you well if I you know if I wake up dead oh god that'd be awful I could be your first ghost on the you could oh my god <laughs> but you know I mean uh, yeah do something about that shit man yeah well, I've got I've got all my fucking special stuff that she's told me about now my special stones special stones yeah like fucking crystal see I've never really been a, a crystal girl <laughs> but in, you do come across as one an Instagram crystal girl <laughs> and so she's like oh, you need this one you need that one you need this one and I'm like, okay, and I'm buying them all. And like the the lady who sent them through sent me a special card, and she's like, oh, this one's for Joy, and this one's for this, and this one's for this. I was like, this lady on this card has told me it's for Joy and stuff. She's like, yeah, cause she's trying to sell them. Yeah, Let yeah. me tell you what they're about. So she does a real shit. Yeah. So I've got all these stones and special candles and fucking sage and all yeah. sorts. Huh? I mean, I have conkers all over the place because conkers. Uh, ghosts, uh, not ghosts, spiders. spiders. Just as bad, just as scary. Ghost don't like conkers. And when I read that, honestly, just like conkers everywhere under my pillow, in my butt. You know what's really good for spiders? I know this isn't a spider it... podcast, but if you get some lemon juice and dilute it in water and just spritz it on all the surface. You can, yeah, you can buy it from Wilco's and yeah. that sort of stuff. My mum bought like it. it. Once. Hmm? They don't like flies. it. Lavender for flies. Lavender. Yeah. Have you thought about this for the podcast? Just <laughs> keeping insects out your Well, yeah, I, I know something about tangible things. Do you want to hear a, a crazy fact about flies? Yeah, go for it. You know how bees produce, produce honey? Mm-hmm. Uh, flies do something similar, but they produce marmite. Fact. I don't think that was true. It's true, man. It's true. Flies produce marmite. Yep. Yeah, marmite comes from flies. It's a yeast extract. <laughs> uh, a fly yeast extract. There's a fly over there yeah, it's not true. It's not it's true not at all, true. man. No, no, sorry. That was a lie. It's horrible. I, I, was just, I was just trying to impress you with my knowledge. And... You could have said fly honey or something. You yeah. could have made it realistic. Mar- marmite but you is... went... 
Marmite. Marmite is Mikey does write the parish quiz. Isn't it? <laughs> but anyway, back to ghosts. Bastards. Bastards. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If, if there's any ghosts in this garage, I'm sorry, not you. You're a good dude. But uh, my brother, Chris, he's always been like pretty susceptible to ghosts. And I remember he had a, a pub in Halifax years ago called The Plummet Line. Mm. And that was... I lived there for a, for about a month once. And it an old hotel back in the day. So I had a whole floor to myself. And I never felt safe. Yeah. You know, it just... There was just something fucking creepy about the place. Just so nervous, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like... There's this sense of dread at all points in the pit of your stomach. Yeah. Like, like, uh, sorry. It was you, brother. Oh, you probably. <laughs> uh, but I'd always have the, I'd always have the, uh, sleep with the light on and everything like that. You know, masturbate till I pass out. Yeah. You know, so I could sleep and stuff. But um, they had a lot of weird shit happen in that place. Um, he was saying they, they had like a phone between the floors, and he was behind the bar once, and he was the only person in the building, and the phone rang, and he was like, and he picked up, and he could just hear some really quiet like almost talking like he was the only person in the whole place which straight away not a good thing to happen uh, another time he was in the living room with a bunch of mates and they were watching the film and having some drinks and a framed picture came off the wall and just launched itself at a brother's head I mean if you've met Chris you'd do the same you know <laughs> uh, and then uh, it's in there uh, I think somebody was staying there with him one night and uh, all the doors, because X Hotel had like locks on, so we went in, locked the door, went to sleep. In the night, uh, they woke up to somebody running around the room, trying to open a window and trying to open the door. Right. So like sat up, because no fucking going on. Nobody there then. So eventually, after a while, uh, he got his uh, ex-girlfriend's dad to come over because he's like uh, a vicar. Uh, to exercise the place and he, he was doing his prayers and those who were doing the prayers they could hear over all the four floors all the doors and all the rooms slamming shut throughout the whole place and I, I would have just left that place well, but, this is it. burnt it to the ground so because I I had a book for a bit yeah. in Bradford and people always said there was something there but I never experienced anything mm-hmm. there uh, but it, it's a lot of these old pubs. Yeah. It's the same sort of thing. Yeah, big time. But, like, because we, we'd have girls, like, who wouldn't go in the cellar mm-hmm. because they, they, you know... Sorry, sir. Try she done that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there was something down there, so you'd have to go in the cellar for them. And, like, I worked there for four years. I lived there for two. Mm-hmm. And I never experienced anything there, but, like, everyone who came into work with like, was something wrong with your cellar. Mm. And then, like, by the end of it, it was only me who were going down in the cellar because everyone was fucking terrified. Work shy. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, because it was pub were built in 1850s or something like yeah. that. And they, they would like stories of people dying in there because it was it the same sort of thing. It used to be an old, uh, old hotel. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all regulars would come in and go, oh, have you told you? And you'd listen to these stories. And part of you's thinking, well, I wish this would happen. But it didn't happen to me. Yeah. It everyone else. Uh, well, I used to run a pub with my mate Kerry. And uh, we had the flat above the pub, which was in a high-rise block of flats with, like, the biggest scumbags in Huddersfield. Lived in, like, I basically lived in a high-rise flat, mate, for a bit. It was like... Pff, 
well, nice. You can hear all smackings and stuff. I mean, once I took Bear for a walk and a, a homeless guy would sometimes sleep under the stairs or, uh, by the fire exits. And Bear went, oh, it wasn't Bear, it was Axel, my old dog. Oh, R.I.P. Axel. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Axel walked down and uh, I saw him eating something. It was a human shit. Oh. I was like going, get it out of your mouth. I'm not going to open your mouth, you know. Yeah, so, but, but that... I digress. Uh, but back to that place. That that was a creepy place. It was it was it wasn't nice at all. Uh, but I remember one night. Um, this house shit. This place was my bedroom didn't have a door. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it was it was a very it wasn't the nicest place. But uh, I remember Kerry shouting me going, "Mike, what are you doing?" I was like, "I'm in bed." He's like, "What do you mean? You know, you've just seen you." He said that uh, he was sat in the living room. Uh, watching TV and past the living room door a man just walked past it wasn't me I was asleep but he's like oh, you get clear as day a man just walked straight past the door fucking hell fuck that fuck that do you want to see a ghost picture yes always right I show this every single guest I never show the people at home because I'm cruel I'm cruel so you don't because you don't want to scare them I don't, you know, I do. But, um, it's not like the fucking ring, is it? That's why you're yeah, not yeah, showing yeah, people, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're only showing yeah. me. <laughs> it's like that other film where you, you bang them and give them the curse. So it's going to get weird in a minute. <laughs> but, um, everyone who's listened to this has heard the story a thousand times. My the buddy my buddy from This Man, The Attack. No, I cannot explain it. Oh. Yeah. Now, this Man, The Attack, great American street punk band. Uh, I was out in Florida last year and hanging out with him. He didn't used to be a believer. Oh, no, we got a fucking bargain, man. <laughs> Honestly. I was like, two weeks in Florida, 500 quid for flights and hotels. That's not bad. I yeah, do yeah. that. And uh, uh, Brad, used to be, <laughs> Brad used to be the manager at Disneyland, so we had free tickets for all the parks. The so it was like, it was, it was the best. <laughs> the ghost of bargains passed. But yeah, he did not used to be a believer in ghosts. A... Uh, Stayed in a hot hotel, messages, missus doing like video chats, like, oh, you will be this hot hotel, blah, blah, blah. And she went, stop. Took a screenshot, sent it back to him. He's pulling a stupid face because he's like, Aah. but when once he saw this picture, he was like, he's now a believer. Would you like to see the picture? Yep. Here you go. Oh, Jesus. In it. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> you say he's the microphone. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> this is actually horrendous. <laughs> Isn't it? Like the first time I saw it, honestly, I was freaked out. Every hair went up and stuff. Oh, no, I don't. Yeah, I've got... To be fair, like... And the more you look at it, the more you zoom in, like, you, yeah. you can almost There's make no out... definition you can, on that, yeah. yeah, you can make out other shit around oh, no. it as well. My, it's like... My testicles have gone right up yeah. in me. Oh, so, I don't like it. No. Yeah, it's probably the scariest ghost picture I've ever seen. Yeah, I, uh, the, those are the worst ones. And because I've got... I'm, you know me, I'm quite down with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. I know what's cool. Yeah. I'm in a 50s rock and roll band. Apparently, I don't know what's cool. A 21-year-old girl at work the other week said I was chuggy. What? Yeah, right. So, this is the thing. I was like, what does this mean? And she was like, just a bit of a fucking fogey. Like, not cool. And I was like, 
why is this? And she's like, well, you wear skinny jeans and you do all this. I wear skinny jeans. You know all the stuff that was cool when we were... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not cool anymore. A fat pants back. Yeah. Fuck yes. Big fucking... Yeah, boy! Because she had these big fucking washy jeans on. I was yeah. like, I've had the big washy jeans. I remember telling my mum when I, she used to go on about my big fat pants and my moshy jeans I remember saying to her I was going I don't think mum that I will ever stop wearing super baggy jeans and I will never stop smoking weed here I am in some skinny blue jeans and now you don't even smoke I don't, don't smoke weed I don't smoke weed in years it got too strong it got too strong I used to like resin see this is why we're chuggy but this is beside the point so I- <laughs> Because I'm down with the kids and not chuggy. Yeah. And very cool. Chuggy. And with it, chuggy. 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 With a T or a C H? C H E U G Y. Chuggy. Are the offspring still cool? No, no, no. Offspring are never cool. I'll have, to, I'll have to ask my. Uh, my chuggy friend. My, chuggy friend. My youth correspondent. <laughs> this, this young girl at work. Anyway. Because I'm really cool and down with the kids. Yeah. I got right into TikTok. Are you a TikTok boy? I'm a TikTok boy. And they've got fucking videos and stuff like that. Mm. And, like, because I, I watch it, because I use it when I'm in bed, right? So it's like, you I know, use porn. Fucking, well, you know, you do your porn and you want yeah. them to fall asleep. So, so it's about midnight. You just get all these fucking freaky videos, like unexplained pictures. And you go, nah, it's going to be one of them shit. And it's stuff like that picture yeah. where it's like, I cannot explain this, but it's really fucking dark. And because it put some spooky music on it, I feel oh, yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. It's not nice one. I mean, um, my buddy Johnny Sellers, who I talk about a lot of this, because uh, we always talk about sending each of a ghost videos. He sent me something from Ghost of the UK to there, which was this one, which freaked me out. Oh, no. See, I don't... It, yeah, it's not nice, isn't it? Like that. Is yeah. that the same ghost? No, no, this, this one's in England. Yeah, but they, that was picked up by their house CCTV. You're saying the ghost can't, like, travel? No, no, no. Don't have passports. Don't have passports. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> We're so in sync. <laughs> you finished. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Elliot, I will keep you too much longer you got any more ghost stories you want to tell me here today uh, I think I've done them all yeah, so you, you told me some good ones which I wish I wish gone longer than Piper I wish I had more <laughs> I wish I had more from the pub but yeah. alas nothing happened yeah and, and when I, and when, I nope. grow, when I was growing up before we went to the uh, the cult yeah, as far yeah. as uh, indoctrinated mm-hmm. we just lived in just a, a new build so no ghost in there yeah, yeah. so no well okay well last uh, major question for you would you, Elliot, fuck a ghost? Would I fuck a ghost? Oh, I'll let a ghost make love to you. I, no, I think I... No, I wouldn't let a ghost make love to me. For a start. <laughs> <laughs> Would you I... had your Boris Johnson point then. <laughs> Would I fuck a ghost? Uh... So when I was growing up... <laughs> growing up... You know when you're young... You're just becoming sort of sexually aware. You've oh, watched, I became sexually aware very young. I'll tell you a story after this one. You've to be watched honest. your first episode of Saved by the Bell. Oh, and you've yeah. seen Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, and yeah. Just, it's unlocked so many. Jesse Spanner. And then you get some weird dreams. Yeah, Lisa Turtle. I, I have very distinct weird dreams mm-hmm. of like vampires and zombies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where you wake Such up feeling. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what? I wasn't against it, so I think I would fuck a ghost. Yeah. I already have. 
Maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah, because Kesha's fucked on. She mm-hmm. loved it. Like, and, you know, Kesha doesn't lie. Kesha doesn't lie. That's going to be my next T-shirt that I make. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah, there, there it is, people. Um, Elliot Wood. I would fuck a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, and good for you, man. I'd get it would be really weird because I'd be I'd suddenly feel like I'm fucking twelve again and everything's really confused. <laughs> I've got all these fucking. I've got a funny feeling in my willy. My, no. my wee came out a funny colour and I got all dizzy. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll ring you after. Yeah. Micah, I've had a very confusing experience, <laughs> but I liked it. <laughs> well, well, there you go, people. Uh, Elliot uh, would fuck a ghost. He does believe in ghosts. He has some righteous bands. Uh, go see Nosebleed. Go see Knife Club. Go buy the new Nosebleed album, because it's very good indeed. I've got a new Knife Club album coming out. Have you? Imminently as well. No, what's it called? Our Club, Our Rules. Nice, nice, nice. Um, you'll probably piss off some people with that. Yeah, I already have. That's my boy. That's my boy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you for joining me. Uh Next week on the podcast, we have TJ from uh, Bar Soul Preachers, which have already called before you got here. Uh, check out his cults, but you'll like it. But yeah, thank you for joining us on Gigs and Girls podcast this week. This has been Elliot. It's the start of season two. Thank you to our barman, Callum. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Spooky! Comedy comes in threes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, pal.